Welcome to another episode of Comic Book Characters. And there goes Jessica Jones. Oh, I'm your friendly neighborhood podcaster, Alfred. I'm Chris, the uncontested creator, Cassidus. Comic stuff! Oh man, even Soundy came through. That's... Oh, that's beautiful. You know, maybe on, Dan- on the first take, even maybe Thanos was right. Maybe if we just keep eliminating things, everything else will run more smoothly. Just like my big bald head. Oh, okay then. <laughs> it's not that smooth, actually. It's got like divots and stuff in it. It's, there's a lot of craters in lines. There's <laughs> a lot of he could. I'm just he could use some Neutrogena. Yeah, at the, for starters. <laughs> hey, Chris, how you doing, man? Doing all right. Uh, was feeling under the weather. I was I was cooking from the inside for a little bit, but yeah, uh, yeah. came back a little weaker, a little older. <laughs> I mean, um, stronger, right? Uh, right. Still, Ver- still standing. Uh-huh. <laughs> you didn't, you know, and you don't even have con crud to deal with this time. Yeah, like, man. That's usually what <laughs> puts you down and out. Um, blasphemy uh, to the listeners out there, Chris throwing you right under that bus man right under that thanos side oh yeah bus. no no that's perfectly fine you, go you, ahead you, please you, you yeah did, you did not go to alamo city comic-con this year right in my 102 degree plus fever haze right. i did not go to alamo city comic-con because okay. uh, i i figured i i, I kind of do want to be patient zero i want to take down everybody with me yeah but uh not like this not at the alamo dome i'm just like, i'm gonna tell you like spoiler we are gonna start we are gonna talk about alamo city comic-con 2018 if you had gone, you would have easily caused the death of many infant type children for sure. Like it was so oh, man. packed and crowded in there. <laughs> uh, not necessarily the most conducive thing to a three day con, but I, you know, I have thoughts and we'll, we'll definitely touch on that real quick. Just to run down. Yeah. Run down. Uh, we've got a Falcon winter soldier team up coming to the Disney streaming channel. What? So it's just like at this point, my my wallet's just open. Just take all the money, Disney. Just take it. <laughs> just four one k, whatever. Just like, just Whoa. siphon the money through is what I'm saying. Make it easier I on mean, all of us. I have a structured settlement, but I want Disney streaming service. Can I get a reverse mortgage going? I want to screw <laughs> all of my family. Never wait, Uh, Bubba Fett is dead. Oh no! Again? Again. Uh, we've got a cool casting corner featuring Ewan McGregor, not as not as Obi Wan Kenobi, think? not as Obi Wan Kenobi. Promise. Uh, we got a Watchmen first look. We've got a little game associated with that Watchmen first look. We'll get into Avengers four trailer coming possibly, and maybe a title uh, reveal. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about some <clears throat> casualties possibly of the Thanos snap. That are hitting our, our real lives here on Netflix. We've got uh, Daredevil season three. The question on everyone's mind: Did we see it? We'll find out together. Ghost Spider number one. Uh, you know, we don't talk about publishing enough on the show, and damn it, if I can bring more Spider Gwen related items yeah, into the show, I'm about to say, this feels like a targeted pick. I'm gonna do it. It's fine. Uh, James Gunn jumping ship. Oh, what does that mean? Well, we'll talk about <laughs> it. And very, very, very timely for once. Walking <laughs> Dead uh, still standing. I don't know. Rick, maybe not. 
Chris saw it. I didn't, so that'll be a thing. Yeah. So <laughs> turning the tables. Let's let's get going. Let's get going. Alma City Comic Con 2018. Show me what you got. Oh yes, thank you, giant head alien guy. What's the? What are those names? These guys. I names? think the, the giant talking head. Yeah. Giant talking. Just like that is not my beautiful wife. That is. <laughs> not my. Holy shit! I never made the connection. The actual talking heads. <laughs> they they arrived at Earth and then they said, uh, "This must be the place." Fantastic song, by the way. Uh, yeah. Where we're talking about Alma City Comic Con. So, Chris, uh, since yeah. you didn't get to go, unfortunately, because right. yeah, yeah. you were dying, you I've know, been to like, every like other a, one, like a weak human that you are. <laughs> I I braved the three days with my my wonderful mom and my sister in tow my poor mom who is recovering from back surgery yeah and like just right off the top like i'm going to try really hard to be objective about all this and i don't want to be unfairly mean to alamo city comic con because it's 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 a homegrown thing and and it, it does a lot of things right i've enjoyed it every year that i've gone but it's at the Alamo Dome, right? And when you walk in, you know, into the Alamo Dome, the floor mm-hmm. level is down a level. It's down a floor. Oh, right. It's not like the, you just the... walk in. You you have to go down a level to actually get to the floor. It's a sports stadium. Right. And so there are escalators on either side of the Alamo Dome. And there's, like, these tiny, relatively tiny elevators there's two elevators and there's two escalators. Sets of escalators. They, <laughs> for the, so as soon as you get there, if you try to use the escalator, and again, my mom has a cane. She's got one of those walking wheel uh, walkers. You know what I mean? Like the kind that you like can makeshift and like sort of sit in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're real popular nowadays. Very, very handy device, by the way. But that's not why we're here. <laughs> The escalators, if you want to, if you yeah, helping to fall into a cake, get up, people, whatever that is, life, life alert. All comic book characters should have life alert. Yeah, you never know when when a, a stack of comics is going to fall on top of you, and <laughs> you need that extra little bit of help. At least an OnStar of some sort. Uh, so we get there, the escalators are roped off. Via VIP only. Are you shitting me? VIP only to get were... to the floor using the escalators. They were charging for escalators. <laughs> yeah. My God. Because the stairs are free. I take it. The regular stairs are free. So if you're an able-bodied human, <laughs> you can get to the floor relatively easy. If you are. If you've got one wonky leg, at least one wonky leg. <laughs> yeah, man, I, you know, just it's a tough look <laughs> for our guy, Alma City Comic Con 2018. It's a tough look. Now, yeah, Jesus, that's logistically a nightmare, I assume, because it, there aren't that many elevators there. Yeah, there's two. There's uh. two. There's two, and there's also two freight elevators. Now... The cool thing was we actually were able to use the freight elevator on Friday and Saturday. Uh-huh. Sunday, they were not having that for whatever reason. <laughs> and not only that, not only 
could we not use the freight elevator? They didn't let us use the regular elevator either. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. So I we had to walk like a good three fourths around the other side of the Alamo Dome to find this other elevator that I didn't know existed until Sunday. And we were able to take that one. I don't know why that was the designated elevator on Sunday. Like I said, uh, uh, yeah, not not the best at times. I mean, I guess the contrast is we should explain, like, it, it was in the convention center the past couple of years, right? Right. Literally since its inception. Yeah. Uh, even last year, it was in the convention center the Memorial Day weekend. Then they did right. like, a Halloween show in the Alamo Dome. I guess sort of as a test run to see if they could do the show in the Alamo, <laughs> which they did do. Technically it happened. I wouldn't advise it. Like it, <laughs> if you wanted to do a one day show, a standard convention show for one day at the Alamo. Yeah, you could do it. You could do that. Yeah. The Alamo usually hosts like, um, like RV shows or like wedding, uh, convention type things right like, or those uh, big craft shows you know, yeah they, they do that but a three-day event with panels <laughs> right yeah so my question uh my <laughs> yeah. first question is sure. it's uh like what was the event space like because in the convention center you have a, a floor dedicated for the expo hall right you have like a really great little theater rooms dedicated for panels and stuff right and there's escalators plenty. there's yeah. plenty of room to sit down yep take a load off yep um was any of that kind of happening not really Oh no! So, so the panel rooms were essentially—I I wouldn't even call them meeting rooms. They were like these little rooms that were in the hallways of the Alamo Dome. Which I—I I mean, I oh, guess man. what I imagine is it's like areas where they would keep extra chairs or like PA equipment uh-huh. or. You know, just like like when the Spurs played there, if they had a bunch of those Pizza Hut Frisbees, you know, piled up somewhere, it would be in one <laughs> of these rooms. Um, <clears throat> the rooms were pretty stuffy. The air circulation was not great. Because it sounds like they're storage rooms. Uh, the walls are all like concrete. So oh, acoustics was a mess. Uh, yeah. The line situation, like, to line up for things was really weird because we're talking relatively narrow hallways. Mm-hmm. Um, not the big open spaces that you're used to, again, at the at the con- uh, convention center. Also, if you wanted to sit down and relax, there were no couches. There were no, you know, comfy chairs like they have at the convention center. Right. You literally had to go... Up into the Alamo Dome, up into the the balcony area, and sit in the rafter chairs. <laughs> like section one hundred and four. Yeah. Well, like two hundred and four, <laughs> I think. Two hundred and four. But yeah. So you know, and again, I am not bringing these things up to to poo poo on the convention. There was still a good time to be had. A lot of people I know had a good time. Uh, I would say there's a fair amount of people I know that didn't have a good time. I'm just trying. <laughs> I'm just trying to bring the facts out there right. for because we have a lot of listeners that are that are here in San Antonio, mm-hmm. and a, a lot of them uh, could only make it for one day or couldn't make it at all. And so I just want you guys to know what yeah. it was like. Uh, you know, it was a uh, it was chock a block with 
celebrity appearances this time, right? Yeah. I mean, but that was a bit controversial, too. And see, we were going to actually have friend of the podcast, Marcus Rocco, come on for this episode because he, he was an artist there. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted to hear what his experience was firsthand being on the floor <coughs> um, all three days. But one thing I did hear, just sort of talking around uh, to other people, was that there was a lot of people, especially on Saturday. There was a ton of people. But a lot of the money was going toward the celebrities. For instance, the these the VIP package so that you could get into the Arnold Schwarzenegger panel. And the mm-hmm. only way you could go into that panel was if you bought the, like, I'll be back VIP pass, whatever it's called. The uh, come with me if you want to yeah, live. Yeah, come with me if you want to live. It was somewhere in the neighborhood of $1,200. <laughs> what the fuck per person so like that's you can, you could pay your mortgage this month or go see arnold right or you could buy literally what 120 or like 240 prints i mean you could you could buy comics and prints and toys uh to, yeah. to your you know up the wazoo or out the buy, wazoo <clears throat> you could buy two pairs of uh jordan retro one chicago's mm. those will be mine one of these days but that's your white whale. Hey, man, I saw that Nike's doing these ID series where you, like, customize your color array and stuff, and I think it can get close. Uh, come on. I'm telling you, just get some dunks. Like, sharpie up that swoosh. Yeah, that swoosh, man. That swoosh. <laughs> I, I, I'm no joke. This is totally off topic. I watched <laughs> a YouTube video last week where they showed you how to remove the swoosh there we go. Like, take the stitching out and then replace it with a different one. <laughs> and I'm like, in my head, I'm thinking, how confident am I that I can do this? That number's going up. That number, <laughs> I'm going to watch it again. And, you know, I'm just saying, I might have them by the time the, you know, Enter the Spider-Verse premieres. I just might, you know? I mean, that you, got, you have to. You either, that or, either that or we can get the Patreon going. And hey, oh, man, oh crowd, all right. Crowdfund that thing. Crowdfund those suckers. And we'll get you something, too, man. We'll get you like a... Like a MX-95s. Like I was, was going to say a Captain America, you know, cutting board in the shape of the shield. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. All right. No, no, no. Enough said. I know where I stand. Uh, and we'll get Saudi like a new protective case. Not even like some Cortez for yeah, that's fine. Yeah, we give him like an outer box. Give him something real oh, nice. Oh wow, okay, that's <laughs> fuck Saudi. <laughs> uh, but yeah, okay. So I again, so I, we got to see Jeff Goldblum, super charming, very gregarious, and and just a delight. They didn't allow any uh, questions. No, no what? audience questions for Jeff Goldblum. But, but uh, were they afraid that it would be too kinky? Well, that's the thing. They, you know, zaddy, zaddy to the max, right? So I kind of like at first I was like, oh, that kind of sucks. But then I thought, you know, I've been to a lot of panels. You, yeah. you've been to a lot of panels. Oh, these Q and A's. These, uh, these things. They go sideways so fast. Yeah. And I really feel like if they had done one for Jeff Goldblum, it was just going to be various people fawning over him, sort of crying, and then not making any coherent sense. I don't understand it, bro. Yeah. That 
just over and over and over and over. And maybe like requests, like, can I come kiss your cheek? Or, you know, just <laughs> a bunch of, like, can I lick your palm? Just a bunch of weird stuff was going to happen, I'm sure. Uh, you know he'd be down for it, though. Oh, yeah. He would be like, well, you know, um, chaos theory says uh, if you lick left to right or right to left, it you don't know what's going to happen until you try. <laughs> True believers, I think Freddie might have a an impersonation going on. I <laughs> yeah. like that one. Thank you, thank you. I, it's funny. I was, uh, you know, so a friend, a friend of my a friend, of, a friend of ours, you met him. Brian uh, was there on Saturday, and uh, you know, we wanted to see Rick Moranis, and that's another story I'll tell really quickly in just a moment. But yeah. in, in the, while we were in line for Rick Moranis, he's like. He's like, oh, you kind of look like Rick Moranis today. And I was like, damn it, I should have cosplayed as a Rick Moranis character. I didn't even think about it. So, uh, listeners out there, if y'all don't know what I look like, just picture like a Hispanic Rick Moranis. It's not a good look. <laughs> it's a tough look for me. Okay, but I'm being honest. Like, this is apparently what I look like. But I'm not going to do it now because I'm not confident in it right now. But I broke into a Rick Moranis, like a Lewis Tully from Ghostbusters impersonation impression and and he was just like dude that's really good you should continue to do that so i'm gonna uh, work on it if i can add jeff goldblum to that too i oh i mean who knows who, uh, yeah that, that might knows? be your wheelhouse i just yeah. want to say real quick uh i know that there's a band called chicano batman mm-hmm. and just I'm, I'm a fan just on the name they're uh, good they I, came I to think, san antonio not that long ago oh perfect uh i think you need to create something with hispanic rick moranis oh yes it even sort of like Phonetically sounds yeah, really nice. It does sound nice there. We'll work on that. We will. Uh, that'll be a thing. That'll be a Patreon. Patreon. Yeah, <laughs> Patreon. We're gonna we're gonna have that hidden mic that we keep talking about. Yes. Then I'm gonna open like an escalator and not let anybody use it. <laughs> <laughs> so the the real quick. The, How's the, it feel? <laughs> Uh, the last the last thing in terms of the Rick Moranis panel thing, at least, is that we got in line. For Rick Moranis, well, in advance of an hour before the panel was supposed to start. Uh, luckily, my friend Brian and Mary were there, or my friends uh, my, uh, Brian and Mary were there, and and we all you know waited together and we conversed, and it wasn't like we passed the time talking and whatnot. Five minutes before the panel is about to start, they move us into this smaller room, which is customary for how this was working. Uh, and then from that room, you literally you get walked into the area where the chairs are, where they're going to have the the panel. Right. Keep in mind, this is all facilitated by the the volunteers and the paid crew for the Alamo Dome event. We've all been in line for over and you know for at least an, you know an hour or whatever. Five minutes before the panel, they ask us, "All right, who here has a dark helmet VIP pass?" In a, in a room of about at least 100 people, and there were more people waiting in line outside the door, four people raised their hands. They <laughs> grabbed those four people. They disappear with those four people. They then, them? Then they come back two minutes later, and they're like, okay, uh, this panel is no longer open to general admission. What the fuck? You have to go watch it in the on the Jumbotron. Which, by the way, I like it in concept, the idea that, like, all the panels were broadcast on the Jumbotron screens. Right. But you're in the Alamodome. Notoriously bad place for acoustics. 
they tried to use like the sound you couldn't hear shit you couldn't yeah. make heads or tails out of anything you could see people talking you had no idea what they were saying <laughs> so so yeah so one guy like gets so pissed immediately it just turns beet red grabs a trash can and flings it across the room Oh shit! Kicking the concrete wall, and the police have to come and take him away, or the security guards, or whatever. Oh my god! And I'm like, but you guys, like, he wouldn't be angry if y'all hadn't just fucked us. That's that's ridiculous. So yeah, I was look. The thing is, word, and you know, I knew, I I have the fortunate enough to know some of the people behind the scenes and they were like yeah apparently there was a miscommunication that panel was always supposed to be vip only just like the schwarzenegger one was but uh-huh. nobody communicated that to anyone oh. and it's like oh, cool shit. that's great that's still a fuck up like that doesn't make it better if they had advertised from the beginning like by the way this is vip only don't line up okay right like disappointing, but yeah, I didn't pay eight hundred dollars for the Rick Moranis VIP package, so it's fine. I get it. I wasted over an hour doing that when you could have done oh, something else. Oh goddamn! Yeah, I would have been right next to garbage can tossing man, just because. Uh, that, uh, Coming this that's... fall from Marvel, garbage can tossing man <laughs> is she number one? Only ten <laughs> variants. You better get them all. <laughs> I mean, I think he's the hero we need because. I would have been in this line. Yeah, I was I was kind of excited to see Rick Moranis and bummed that I was going to miss it out. Yeah. Because um, my family and I watched. I'm pretty sure we're the only ones who know about the movie Club Paradise. Uh, it's a, a kind of like a Second City crew. Like uh, oh, I am familiar like, with that film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Robin Williams, Eugene Levy, everybody's in there. Rick Moranis too. And uh, I was just going to quote lines to him oh, uh, nice. because I have I've had it memorized since I was like eight. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, I I yeah I would I would. I would have made CNN, man. So, <laughs> so here's here's sort of the flip to that. That day, which was Saturday, you know, this was the day we used the uh, the freight elevator. By the way, uh-huh. when we got there, and so the freight elevator put us in this weird part of the Alamodo. Like I'm like, where the where the, where are we? We're like nowhere near the floor where we're like the where the main floor is. And they're like, oh, yeah, just walk this way and then that way and then that way and whatever, right? Okay, so we start walking. There's just all of these corridors everywhere. And we turn the corner. And as soon as we turn the corner, we hear, I'm not even joking, we hear, make a hole, make a hole, make a hole. I'm like, oh, no. I'm like, wait, what? Is he saying make a hole? Like, okay, (laughs) like my brain is not even really, you know, comprehending what's happening. Right. All of a sudden, this security detail comes up right on us. Like, we're, like, right through us, essentially. And Rick Moranis is right there. He's, <laughs> I could have touched him. Like, he's that close to me. Whoa. And let me tell you, like, I am not, I am not a large man, okay? I'm not. Again, well, listeners, you're learning four, a lot about me. Four, four eight's nothing to be ashamed okay, of. Okay, well, that's not accurate. But... <laughs> <laughs> Rick Moranis is a very tiny man. He's he was a good three inches shorter than I am. Uh, he's a tiny, tiny, tiny fellow. And you know he looked he looked really anxious. Honestly, he looked he looked stressed. And he doesn't do these things. Like this is his first convention appearance. Yeah. 
That was his first appearance anywhere. Right? Anywhere, like, anywhere. Yeah, which is cool. Like, here's the here's sort of the problem. If you're gonna advertise that, which you should advertise because that's really cool, then you should let the people see the damn panel. <laughs> if, yeah. you're, if you're gonna advertise that this is his first time here and like it's a big deal, you should let people see the see the panel. Uh, my my friends Brian and Mary did uh, wander up to his booth at one point, so uh, he was approachable. You know, that's cool. But uh, uh, okay, let's end on a high note. Yeah. For Alma City so, Comic Con. Yeah. Also, also, all the artists and stuff were really cool. Vendors were cool. <clears throat> uh, I didn't meet any like jerks or you know anything like that, which was nice. Uh-huh. Uh The on Sunday. Got to see, <laughs> got to see John Cusack up Uh-oh. close and personal. Uh, got up, asked a question during the panel. He he was taking questions. Right. Got little did I know, unbeknownst to me, they were video doing a live video feed during his panel, which I did know that actually, but I didn't know they were getting the people that were asking the questions on the feed as well. Oh. And again, this live feed is being broadcast onto the Jumbotron screens all <laughs> over the Alamodo. So, if you look at my Facebook profile, my cover Uh-oh. photo is literally oh, no. me, my giant-ass face, up on the Jumbotron screen. Finally, a place big enough for my, my giant-ass head. Hey, Daddy-o. And it basically looks like I'm coming out of 1984. <laughs> like I'm big brothering the hell out of that, and there's a guy down in the corner of the picture, like on the floor, you know, like sort of, you know, juxtaposed to the the big uh, jumbotron screen, and he looks distressed, and I like that he looks distressed. <laughs> like I'm in charge, and he's not happy about it, and not that nice. makes me happy. But junk, he's like, okay, so I am super biased, but. If we could have brought Marcus on here, or just anybody, honestly, that was in the panel, uh-huh. they would attest to this. Because I am biased, but this is also accurate, I promise. John Cusack is the most affable, charming, charismatic celebrity in the existence of the universe. Whoa. It is crazy how charming he was. To the <laughs> point where Bianca, uh, listeners out there, my little sister... Mm-hmm. who was v- sort of vaguely familiar with John Cusack, uh, saw 16 Candles, after the panel was like, I want to see all of his movies. Wow. And she's been on a she's been on a binge, man. She's, she just watched America's Sweethearts the other day, which, by the way, not even like a truly classic John Cusack vehicle, but he's in <laughs> it, and she just loved him in it. Like, she loves that movie now. <clears throat> so pol- Just so polite and friendly and... Every person he talked to made you feel like you were talking to an old friend. Like, it's crazy. It's hard. It's really hard to explain that feeling unless you experience it for yourself. Bonus, real quick. John Cusack bonus. He took it out of his schedule, out of his time. after, After the convention was over on Saturday. After the convention was over on Sunday. And visited local voting nonprofit groups within San Antonio to show his support for getting people to vote. Wow. Like, like that... there's there's a group, there's an organization called Move Texas that's uh-huh. pretty prominent, and he just he just showed up. 
and was like, thank you so much for volunteering and thank you for, you know, getting people to vote. And he's, 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 he's widely known as, as an anti-Trump person. So you can extrapolate from there where he goes, but like, that's really cool, man. Like he, he, he didn't have to do that and, and he did, he wasn't paid for it. He just did it. He just did it. That's really cool to me. Like guys, guys, a fucking champ. Yeah, it's it's uh because uh, you know that's the whole kind of trepidation of meeting kind of celebrities at cons. It's like are they having a bad day? Are they going to be kind of irritable? They're almost always uh, having a bad day, right? <laughs> that's that's really cool, man. So yeah, uh, you know, were there any uh, were there any people holding up boomboxes at him? No, I was really honestly, I was surprised Aww. there wasn't like a Deadpool with a boombox. I thought right. that was going to happen for sure. And honestly, not that many Deadpool's cosplaying. Not that many wow. cosplaying Deadpool's this year. Is this the year that it's over finally? <laughs> Is Deadpool's ty- tyrannical run of the last 4 years finally over? By the way, just for all you cosplayers out there, we are going to do a cosplay episode by the way. Um like we're going to be in cosplay? I mean, we can. I'm uh, working on a Rick Moranis one, so how but, do they but, know I'm not already? <laughs> oh, the the winner of most cosplayed character by far this year, Alice uh-huh. Comic Con 2018. You want to take a guess? You want to? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me see. Um, is it still Harley Quinn? No, not Harley Quinn. Not mm. Deadpool. Not Harley Quinn. Yeah. Uh, all right, right, right. Um, uh, oh shit! Black Panther came out this year. Black Panther? No. God, you know what? That came mm. out this year. Like. How long has this year been? It's been a long 2018. <laughs> God. Do I, I'll give you one more guess. One more guess. What do you... Uh, oh, well, I said it's been a long 2018. It's been a long December. Was anybody cosplaying as Accounting Crows? <laughs> there was one guy with dreads, but I don't... I can't oh, say for certain Come on, that guy has was, a count. But it was, just, credit. it was still one guy. I mean, he wasn't. it wasn't the most popular. Mm. Okay. No, the most cosplayed character by far... At Alma uh-huh. City Comic Con, one Deku from My Hero Academia. Oh wow! Yeah, that's that's unexpected. Deku's all over the place. Deku's as far as the eye can see. So it just a. Were there any like a uh, little little kid Deku's with their oh, dad yeah. being All Might? Uh, I think I saw a couple. Yeah, saw a couple. Dad's putting in real, real low effort. On those All Might costumes, <laughs> but the kids were looking sharp. Yeah, so, but again, it was a fun time. I I sincerely hope they move it back to the convention center. Yeah, it needs to be back in the convention center. If it's if it remains at the Alamo Dome, as much as I love almost everyone that's involved with it, I mean, I, I really do, and these are a lot of my close friends. I think I would only go maybe maybe one day. It's yeah. it's just not conducive to that area. Just yeah, this, I mean I think the, the most recent thing I've been to at the Alamo Dome was a graduation for UTSA for my brother. Yeah. Um, but yeah, even that it was kind of like a uh, hassle to get in. Even. Yeah. The parking was easy. I'll say that that was sort of the one up on the convention center is that parking was easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was twenty bucks, but it was easy. That's it. That's all I got for Alamo City Comic Con. Listeners, if you have any other questions, 
that pertain to the Alamos Comic Con 2018 experience, feel free to shoot us a message on facebook.com forward slash Neil Before Pod. Hit us what up. What a on, mediocre website. It's Well, it's because we run it. Uh, <laughs> iTunes, uh, feel free to leave a comment there. You can, or on SoundCloud. And while you're there, go ahead and favorite and like us. Throw us a five-star review. Victory. Because in 2018, anything below five stars is a fail somehow. <laughs> that system doesn't work. That's a whole nother thing, but that system doesn't work. But yeah, we're I'm an open book, and uh, you know, if you just if you have any questions, if you're from out of town, and you're thinking about going next year, we can talk about other cons that happen in San Antonio as well. There's a lot of cool stuff going on in San Antonio. Let's move forward, though. Yeah. Pretty big news. This is really cool. You know, it's really interesting. I was just watching. Civil War the other day with with Bianca, and I really noticed how much. Uh, oh yeah, hey everybody! Uh, <laughs> I really noticed how much I love the Falcon Winter Soldier dynamic. Yeah, in that they're great. They have great chemistry. They're they're really nice to get that little moment with Sharon Carter and and Steve Rogers and the kiss. Oh and yeah, the they're car. like yeah, buddy. yeah boy. So, so we get word that a show, a limited series of sorts, is going to be coming to the, uh, as of yet, I believe, unnamed Disney streaming service. Ooh. And we're, we're going to talk a little bit later about things that may appear on this streaming service because they may or may not exist on a current platform. Oh, we'll, we'll... The... oh Kanye. Say... <laughs> So for the before I was tricked, Kanye. <laughs> the uh, what are your thoughts on on a, a Falcon Winter Soldier limited series? Yeah, uh, they really did have like a really good buddy dynamic going. So uh, anytime the MCU can like, uh, well, first of all, I guess the the elephant in the room is like how much comedic. How much comedic potential do two piles of dust have? <laughs> I mean, that's you, first and foremost. If you can throw a dirt devil in there, it's just a grand old time. <laughs> oh, I know is what they he, could do. I know what they is could he do. A new character? <laughs> they could bring a Roomba in, but you put googly eyes on it. Oh and wow! There you go. That's at least ten episodes. Order it now. <laughs> Order that to pilot. Yeah, I was good. My original thought was, uh, if you could, yeah, anytime the MCU can cut loose and have a little bit of fun, which I hope they would do with this one. Um, I think that's a good look because, I mean, look how well Thor Ragnarok turned out. Look, uh, the Guardians franchise has been that way from the, from the jump. Yeah. Um, yeah, fucking have fun. It'd be great to see that. Side note, Jeff Goldblum did say he really, really hopes he gets to play the, uh, the Grandmaster again. He, he really, really enjoyed that role and made a point to talk about it. So, yeah. Not bad. So, uh, yeah. So... You know, there's there's already way too many streaming services as is. Yeah. I was just made aware that there's a thing where you can get Spotify Premium and Hulu for like $12 a month for both. I'm like, okay. Hmm. So I kind of like that. That's, that's like a useful combination of things that I will right. use. Unlike the abhorrent abomination that is the Cricket Wireless Domino's Pizza... <laughs> that is down the street and I what was the other one it was like a, or was it like it oh, was like yeah, Metro PCS and like yeah, Little Caesars or yeah 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 just, and then there's an Arby's and like I think uh, AT&T 
Yeah, yeah, because they both have, they both have A's. What is happening? What is happening in this world right now? I mean, the life decisions that people are making when they're getting fast food. How does that does, does it often correlate with like I need a new phone? Would I need. They, a, I would need I to need to burger? like myself into a two year contract? Like this. Is, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what's happening. Oh, uh, I think yeah, I know. What's okay, happening. here we go. Here we go. That, that so they're doubling up with the employees. Uh, You're dude, an Arby's dude. employee one day, you go to AT&T the next. <laughs> they're doing the KFC Taco Bell sitch? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, I have a friend, uh, Jay. He's a comedian. And I actually, I don't know if this is... Jay's really great because a lot of his stuff, you can't tell if it's... Like, if you, especially if you know him, you don't know if it's real, like this really happened, or if it's just a bit. Mm. But he talks, he talks sometimes about how he used to work... At KFC or Taco Bell. No, it was KFC. And then they turned it into a KFC Taco Bell. And on the first day that that happened, he refused to work unless they paid him <laughs> double the pay. Because he's like, I'm not going to work two fucking restaurants with one paycheck. Like, that's not going to happen. That's totally new skills I got to learn. No, you got to you gotta pay me. <laughs> I, don't, I, I think that just really happened. I don't know, but it could be a bit. Um, I sell biscuits, not cinnamon twists. Yeah, it's a totally different, you know, paradigm there. Going back to the streaming service thing, <laughs> there's a lot of different streaming services. I am not. I, there's no part of me that wants to do another one. Like zero. Yeah. There's zero part of me just like, oh yeah, I'm cool with ch- shelling out another tenor to a thing that where I'm only going to watch like four things. But right. Uh, but like the idea that this Falcon Winter Soldier show, uh, yeah, like maybe I didn't get that DC Universe thing, so I guess my money can go here. I, you know, I mean, we you keep did... saying the the M word. Uh, there are ways to get these episodes without pain. That's true. That is true. Got to. Yeah, you gotta you gotta throw a train through the through the city. <laughs> I'm just saying, you must be afraid of dreaming big, bigger, darling. Okay. Oh. Hmm. Hey, Boba Fett's dead. What? Like, yeah, he's been dead. Yeah, but he's like. But now, uh, is it been a thousand years already? Now he's like dead, though. He's like, he's really dead. Hey, did you notice? With a on, Z? Did you notice on the Slack? And I, did you do this? I didn't do this. There's like a little clacker, like a little movie thing. Yeah. No, I totally thought you did. You That's... thought I did not put that there. You mean you typed it? I mean, but I didn't type in like whatever the the HTML for the clacker is. Cool, or the JavaScript or whatever the hell that is. I did not do that. It so. must be kind of like one of those um, auto emojis, whatever. For like on Twitter. When, yeah, but I guess that's a that's a that's a weird flex, but okay. <laughs> Like, do you think Kathleen Kennedy and Disney were like, okay, yeah, guys. Yeah, throwing shade. Like, it's done. It's a wrap. Scene's over. We have to have this emoji approved for any time somebody puts these two words together. <laughs> okay, but coming off the backlash of Solo, there are all these projects sort of in the uh, ether. And one of them was a, was a, a Boba Fett movie. And apparently that's not going to happen now. They are still going forward with the the John Favreau Mandalorian series, mm. which I I think is cool anyway. And 
if you're expanding the universe and showing more dynamic and different characters, not just the, the tired, worn, uh, over core characters, then I think, I think you're going in the right direction. How do you feel? Oh yeah, totally agree. Just because, um, Boba Fett has like what, all three lines in the original trilogy. Yeah. Maybe he makes no good to be dead. <laughs> uh, Man of very few words. No, I mean, wait, I don't, don't forget the classic, ah, I'm a bitch. <laughs> Is that a Sarlacc? Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I really don't see how you can string together, like, a full feature around him. Um, what's what's part of, part of what's really cool about him is, like, you know, he's really enigmatic. You don't really know too much. Uh, yeah. I do like the take that, you know, expands, you know, Mandalorian. That, that, there's a whole bunch of mythos. I mean, yeah. already the name alone kind of warns, like, please tell me more. That there has to be lore behind this name. Um, I just... Anytime you can expand uh, the already huge feeling Star Wars universe, I think huge. it's a good play. <laughs> yeah, I completely agree. I really want the Mandalorians to have sand speeders that are vaguely shaped like DeLoreans. Hmm. So they're Mandalorians and DeLoreans. Okay. Yeah, I see where this is going. <laughs> but really, it looks like it's good. I, I prefer like a show. Like a... You know what they should do is they should... They should do these like little Netflix shows or the Disney streaming service show, wherever it's going. But they yeah. should limit it. They should make it so that like, you know what? It's going to be 12 episodes, two seasons. That's it. That's Yeah. That's all you're getting. Like... You know, we're going to talk again a, l a little bit about some of the Netflix Marvel stuff later. And maybe that's where they're running into some trouble. That's where The Walking Dead ran into trouble. <laughs> we'll definitely be talking about that. So, yeah, I, 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 but I do definitely like the Mandalorian idea over the, the Boba Fett movie. But let's limit it. Don't we got to get away from this American syndication model of television, especially when it comes to streaming projects. It's, it's a totally yeah. different thing. Let go of yeah. the old ways of the chains uh -oh. that bind you. Uh oh, Hollywood. You you come from nobody. You're nothing. Not to me. <laughs> is, know, is that gaslighting? Is it? Is is that just nagging? I mean, what would uh, mystery say? That's the guy's name, by the way. Easy mode. <laughs> I mean, you know. I don't oh, know. mystery. Oh, fuck. I didn't know he took it back to, like, 2002 MTV. Oh, yeah. By the way, <laughs> by the way, Iggy and the I... Pickup artist? Yeah, back when this podcast was not comic-themed and it was just literally us rambling about bullshit, it was called Tango and Cast. Oh, yeah. We played around with the idea of doing a... What is essentially a binge mode for... <laughs> the pickup artist. For the pickup artist show. Yeah. It's on YouTube. There's a really shitty quality version of it on oh, YouTube, Christ. and it is. I think it was it, it was a shitty quality when it came out. I mean, yeah, it's probably the it's one to one. There's no degradation. <laughs> it's just how it was. It's on there though, and it is tremendously terrible. Got to open up a five top. Yeah, it's Chance like it's night. like it's like you have to drink a natty light if you're gonna <laughs> watch the show. Somebody, uh, man, I forgot what my segue was going to be, but I was gonna, uh, somebody who, nope, I lost it. Doesn't matter. Time, <laughs> time, 
uh, oh, remember, uh, <laughs> remember that one episode that we did, and I just seamlessly transitioned through everything, and it was amazing. Oh, those days are long. That gone, is, yeah, I don't, those are way back in the time of magic and fire. Speaking of magic and fire, yeah. Speaking of magic and fire, it's time to cozy on down to the only diner with a fireplace. And some warm pie and some hot chocolate as we settle into the Christmas season that's coming. Everyone skips Thanksgiving for some reason in America. I don't know why. <laughs> and I'm, of course, talking about Casting Corner. Oh, hey, uh, you're here too? Um, yeah, it's just Casting Corner. Uh, I, I guess you got cast in a movie. Cool. Oh, you look really pretty when you smile. Why don't you smile more? <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> I'm in lesbians with you oh uh, he was though you know I mean I, I didn't really I, I guess I missed the point of that fight with uh, the bifurious girl I mean if that's the case it was just it was just fun it's fun times God loves Scott Pilgrim we gotta we got <laughs> do like a commentary track for Scott Pilgrim or something <clears throat> okay Ewan McGregor, again, we promised this. He, this guy, this guy right here, he loves to be in the casting corner. He's the opposite <laughs> of Jennifer Grey. He wow. loves it in the corner. Wow, shots fired. <laughs> what? That's where she was. That's where she was until they told her that no one should put her there. So... <laughs> Ewan McGregor loves it there. That's his wheelhouse. He loves being in Casting Corner. We're not talking. We're not talking about Obi-Wan Kenobi. We promise. We're not. We already did the Star Wars bit. Ewan McGregor. It's heavily rumored. It seems like it's virtually a lock here. It was in negotiations. I think they locked it down. To play none other than Black Mask in the upcoming Birds of Prey movie. I didn't know which sound to play for that one. So uh, you got Will he's I mean, he's the kind of guy, Black Mask, the villain, is the kind of guy that might drop a dude off the side of a building. So, yeah, <laughs> that fits. So the internet, being the internet, reacted in a way that the internet does. And basically a lot of people were like, ah, Ewan McGregor, that's awesome. Ah, he's being wasted on Birds of Prey. <laughs> It's like, I mean, wait, like, if he's in it, doesn't that just make Birds of Prey better? Like, right. <laughs> couldn't it just be a better movie? <laughs> like, Yuma is great. You don't really get to see him play a villain that often. And I think he could totally nail it, too. Um, Yeah. What are, you, what are your thoughts on, on McGregor's? It, yeah, it's, um, I don't know. I think it might be a little risky. I mean, uh, I mean, you saw what happened with Megyn Kelly, right? Uh, and like, oh, I, I forgot to mention it, but um, that one dude at Comic Con. Um, oh dear really, God, yes, didn't really approve that much. I don't know, <laughs> weird take on his part. <laughs> yeah, uh, I guess he did take. Uh, apparently, Hugh McGregor is agent is taking a cue from the. Oh <laughs> man, just the giant dumpster fire that was the <laughs> Alice City Comic Con official cosplay contest. Um, not because of any of the participants, but because of the host who decided to blackface a Powerline cosplay. 
Uh, real, I, we're totally tangenting here, but let me go back to that real quick. Yeah. So here's the thing. Yeah, I didn't see that. I didn't see the cosplay contest. Here's the thing. I've talked to a lot of people of color that are cosplayers after that happened. By the way, that made the New York Post. So, good job. <laughs> I talked to a lot of people of color that are cosplayers regarding this and they, they all said the same thing which is you don't have to you don't have to blackface yourself to to cosplay any character you can just do the same thing just no blackface just maybe a dot of black for the nose because he's got a black <laughs> nose yeah you know maybe maybe that that's it my favorite take was a, uh, a cosplayer told me, uh, this is a, a man a, a man of color, he said, look, he goes, if you, if people can't tell who you are by your cosplay costume alone and you have to resort to blackface, your cosplay is weak as fuck. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I, I'm going to just leave it there. Yeah. That was really unfortunate. I I don't know. It's a it's a tough hang. It's right. a bad look. It's a tough look for not our guy, the right, dude. Right. Just to say that was just a kind of transition back. But uh, black mask. Oh, yeah, yeah I, I'm I'm all for Hugh McGregor seeing his teeth into a villain. These are the fun roles to play. Oh, uh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, this not that he's gonna go balls out like Heath Ledger, the Joker, but there's that potential. And, I mean, honestly, if, if he wants to really play the villain, then, yeah, he will blackface that black mask. Because <laughs> then everyone will hate him. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's all we got. That's all we got for Ewan McGregor. But it's cool. That's, I mean, Ewan McGregor is awesome. And, you know what? Low-key, low-key, Ewan McGregor wouldn't mind it, would not mind it. Norman Osborn. Huh. Wouldn't mind. Even over uh, Matthew McConaughey? No, not think? over. Not over McConaughey. No. McConaughey is like headcanon for me right now. <laughs> well, yeah, nothing's pushing McConaughey out of that up mm. here in my, in my old noggin. But but McGregor is, is fantastic. Yeah. Right. So HBO gave us our first look at Watchmen, the, the new. Is it. What's his name? Lindelof? Yeah. Yeah, right? I, I think the the way it looks on the Slack is the Watchmen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's nice. Oh <laughs> man, poor Waluigi though, not not making the cut on <laughs> Super Smash Bros. Not, not a lot of people making the cut, apparently. Well, I mean, like you mean all the people that died because that that was rough. That's a tough yeah. one, man. Sonic slowing down to try to save Pikachu. What a bro! He could have outrun those beams. I mean. He's got to go fast unless somebody needs help. I mean, that's just the real Peter Parker move. That's why I like Sonic the Hedgehog, <laughs> guys. Uh, Kirby, though? Kirby's the one that makes it? That's, that's That a, Warp Star, though. That's that's true. Warp Star. Get pretty, that good boy out of there. It's pretty sweet. He is a good boy. Watch, watch him, man. We got our first look. So so they've, they've already... We? I mean, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that in a second. They're taking a lot of, of pains to distance this from the film and from even yeah. the graphic novel 
they're like these are different characters. It's it's set in that universe, but it's it's totally different. It's original stories. It's just a different thing. We're gonna totally do something different with this. And it's like, okay, why are you fucking calling it Watchmen? Just make it something else. Like, just it, why is it called? I don't. Whatever. Maybe maybe that's why they made it Watchmen. Watchmen. That's like that's like the Italian bootleg, I guess. It's like, <laughs> like the like the Italian Spider Man. Yeah. Yes, very much like that. So we see a picture of a cop, I guess, wearing yeah. like a yellow jumpsuit, like um, like from uh, what's that show? Always Sunny in uh, Philadelphia. The green. Oh yeah, the, the green. green man. The green man, but yellow, and then with cop stuff on top. Yeah, he's got a little bit of an eye peeking out. I mean, you can't really see too much because his visor's covering some of his face too. Yeah. So we're gonna throw that image on the uh, on the Facebook page. So be sure to check that out. Maybe even on the um, Twitter, but we never use that, so probably not. Dude, you forgot about the Twitter hard. Yeah. By the way, should we do an Instagram? Thoughts. Probably something but, to talk about after the but, podcast. I mean, there's a lot of thoughts on Instagram. Yeah. Uh oh. Nice. We got there. I see what she's saying. That's good. Ah. Oh yeah, Saudi coming in. But we're gonna play a little game called Name That Watchman. <laughs> Name that uh, copper. I don't, I don't. I don't have a theme song for that one. That's fine. Uh. Name. Name that Watchman. Hey, there we go. Yeah, yeah that's. Uh, I I think no, that's we're gonna. Yeah, copyright claim. For I that was one. I was trying to like invo- evoke uh, you know Mario Brothers, but like just, <laughs> just enough, just a little bit of. What would you name this guy? I I think it's a guy. Oh yeah. Um. My first instinct, since the mask <laughs> is like completely yellow, would be the yellow bastard. But that's already a character. That's a yeah. That's a. Uh... The other thing. <laughs> the Sin City. It's the Sin City thing. I, I've, uh, I've got one for you. Yeah, go for it. This is immediately. Like, as I started laughing. The Yellow Streak. Okay. Yellow all right, streak. all right. Blue Streak? That was a movie? Yeah, it was. Yellow? Were you at uh, uh, Martin Lawrence? <laughs> He's making bad boys there. That's where he is. Is that for real thing? That's a real thing. Oh man, it, like bad old boys. Oh, three. so they're gonna make out with their daughters? What? What? Oh, old boy. Oh shit. <laughs> okay. What? What was your name? The, what was your name? The cop. Uh, you know what? Maybe maybe the lighting is too good in the scene. Maybe it's like really dynamic. Maybe usually this mask is of a different tint. I'm gonna name him Copper. Okay. That's that's actually not bad. I wonder I wonder if they have already named this character and we just missed it. I don't think so. There's I mean, this is like the first thing that's been dropped, right? Yeah. The really weird thing is I think this was dropped on Instagram. Uh and it's not even a picture. Like you click on it like it's a video, but then nothing happens. Like there's like maybe some smoke in the background that moves a little bit. I'm like Doing a lot. Doing not anything at all, but also doing a lot at the same time. 
Doing the least. Doing the least. And aggravating the most. But we'll keep an eye out on Watchmen and let you all know what else we'll, comes through. We'll the watch the Watchmen. I thought Yellow Streak, like, because when he would arrest criminals, he would also pee on them. Oh, whoa. All right. So he's kind of more than Rorschach vein then. Yeah, it's kind of. I mean, it seems like in the wheelhouse of that universe. Oh, uh, he's copper because he hits them over the head with the copper pipe. Oh, okay. Cool. There we go. So yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Like That's all I got. permanent brain damage type stuff. Yeah, but expensive too. Yeah. Like, right. You, you'd you'd steal it out of a house. Right. So like half of his his ordeal is people trying to steal his copper pipe <laughs> from, from from him. Yeah, this is real life, man. That's it's half. The, that's literally half the battle. <laughs> the other half is knowing. I mean, shout, shouts out to you if you're going to come after a cop to try to steal his copper, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Avengers 4. What a transition. Trailer, like Avengers 4 trailer is coming soon. Pause. Uh, as many uh, experts, whatever that means, people in the know are saying <laughs> that it's going to be before the end of the month, possibly within the next couple of weeks. If that happens, we will most likely do a mini episode just on the trailer. Also, uh, spoiler alert, I guess, if y'all don't want to know this. It's not confirmed, though. But... Snape kills Dumbledore. <laughs> Snape, Snape, Snape kills Gandalf. <laughs> um... Uh, uh... Rodimus Prime gets the Deathly Hallows. Oh, whoa! What? <laughs> I haven't gotten to that part, man. Oh, I'm sorry. You're not cut up on binge mode then. Um, <laughs> possible spoiler title for Avengers 4. Avengers uh-huh. Annihilation. Oh, so Natalie Portman's going to be it? Okay, so yeah, my brain went there too. Do we see a bear that talks like a human? That screams <laughs> oh, like a human? Oh, oh, oh. You know, I, I, I had forgotten how much I forgot about that movie after seeing it. Oh no! I'm gonna have to drink myself to sleep. Enjoy those nightmares. No, no, no! no. I'm I'm passing out after this. (laughs) Um, The other thing it it, um, brings to mind is Annihilus, which is a Fantastic Four villain, and Hmm. literally based off this rumored supposed title, the issue there's an issue of Fantastic Four, I believe it's an annual, early annual. That is the first appearance of Annihilus. And of course, because nerds are going to nerd, that book is skyrocketing in value. Wow. So get your money while you can, because it might not even be true. Right. I don't actually know that much about Annihilus. He lives in the negative zone. Mm, He's dastardly. Wow. That's all right. And he Uh, wants to take over the universe probably There's a lot of green going on for him yeah he's very green it's a little bit of purple i think uh, like stand like back from space yeah yeah so you know he means well though um you know it's like <laughs> a spider like some people try to kill them or whatever but they they're trying yeah. to, they're trying to help you out Oh, fun fact. A lot of spiders that you see in your house are actually house spiders. 
and people put them outside thinking that they're saving them like oh go be free little buddy live uh that actually kills them they're meant to be in your environment yeah they're trying to help out they're trying to eat like mosquitoes and flies and stuff now if it's like a brown spider i'm just stopping that shit because of racism i mean they're not saying the best people are they in a caravan Hey, word though. I mean, I, not for nothing. I went to go try to get some uh, some new shoes on the San Marcos Outlet Mall <laughs> this past weekend. Yeah, I think the caravans here. I think they're all there. Oh, okay. Uh, fucking yeah. Did they cut in front of you? There wasn't anywhere to cut okay. because like the density level. Uh, I, I missed out on Comic Con. I think I got the experience right uh, by trying to buy some shoes, which I didn't end up buying. Were you not allowed to use an escalator at one point? <laughs> 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 I wasn't allowed to turn most places okay. to try and park. Right. Uh, yeah. Oh no. God, that's a oh! I just I literally got to chill <laughs> just thinking about the San Marcos Outlet Mall parking lot situation right now. And right. really, from now until Christmas. Oh yeah. Uh, it was a bad call on my part. Uh, it was a tough look. Oh. Uh, Toughest of hangs. Oh my uh, god. No, no shout out to San Marcos. Fuck y'all. By the way, I mean no good friend Tom. No one was there to help you. Out. <laughs> I would have I would have died for a Horcrux. I mean, I feel like just being there, you would split your soul multiple <laughs> times over without even knowing it. Avengers Four Annihilation. That's all we got. Uh, of course, when the trailer comes out, we will do a whole thing on it. I still think they're going to do a time jump. Yeah, and we've talked about this before. I pretty much laid out what I think the first ten minutes is going to be, and I just I feel more confident about yeah. that pretty much every day. That it, it I think by. I think they should call it Avengers for uh, X Men Apocalypse uh, of Future Present Phoenix Phoenix Song. There you go. Uh, Earth Wind and Fire. All right. Yeah. Captain Planet. <laughs> Is that Captain Planet? What's <laughs> gonna tell me to do? Brush my teeth? Oh no. So, speaking of people who should brush their teeth. Speaking of speaking of people that are connected to Avengers Four, it looks like Thanos snapped more than just a bevy of Avengers into dust. It looks like even the heroes of the Marvel Netflix universe were not spared. Oh, no, because we have lost both Iron Fist. And Luke Cage. And here's the sad tragedy about this. Aha, the claps! Oh, oh, I'm sorry. That was the wrong one. Uh, I meant to do this one. Uh, I mean, Soundy, what are you doing, man? <laughs> it's been a, you know. An enemy has been slain. Oh, okay. That's cool. There we go. That's for, that for Iron Fist? Is that for Danny Rand? Yeah, yeah. It, Soundy's not a fan. So here's the funny thing about that. Iron Fist was the first to bow out. And then everyone was like, oh, no, oh, no. What? We kind of liked that second season. Whatever. <laughs> oh, but it's cool. It's cool. You know what? They're just going to. That just means the next season of Luke Cage is going to be Power Man and Iron Fist. Yeah. Right. They're finally going to bring them together. It's going to be hire, awesome. Baby. Yeah. Heroes for hire. Hire them heroes. And then. And then they canceled Luke Cage. <laughs> and then they were really heroes for hire. Oh, no. And now everyone is sad, I guess. Oh, shit. Oh, I got it. Yeah. Oh, they should totally do that, but go to Hulu and call it Heroes for Hulu. 
<laughs> Wait, just because Hulu pays them extra or yeah, like foots yeah. the bill, so they get the they get the advertised dollars. Okay, <laughs> that's fair. Wait, we gotta do. So, look, all of the shows except for uh, Iron Fist are are at least good. They're watchable. They're I would I think everyone would pretty much argue that Daredevil's the best. Yeah. Uh, by the way, spoiler alert: Daredevil season three. Did we see it? No. Yeah. No. No. We'll 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 uh, we'll get back to that. But that being said, these shows can't just keep going forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. Um, I don't think they're meant to work that way. Right. And they shouldn't. I feel like the showrunners should know that, and they should try to tell condensed story not condensed but like tight stories that really have good arcs in them and make the most use of the, the episodes the time that they have so i'm actually not heartbroken um that these two shows are, are seemingly gone but much like avengers 4 and the idea that there is a falcon winter soldier team-up show coming along when they are currently little piles of dust <laughs> is that things change you know narratively they can change things with these characters and it's just as likely that they bring Iron Fist and Luke Cage and anybody else over to the new Disney streaming service. Yeah. Which is probably what they're going to do. Yeah. I think there's a lot to be said, too, like you said, uh, about, like, just controlling, like, the narrative space you have. Like, it, for a lot of the comic runs that we have are arcs. We don't, you know, I, I, some comics like Spider-Man go on and on forever. Or action comics, I think, past a thousand a yep. couple months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's a lot easier to write an arc. It's a lot easier to have a beginning and end point uh, already established in your mind. Um, it, it would really benefit these series to have that. Side note to that, great point. Old Man Logan just wrapped up its series yeah. um, with a three-issue final arc. Issue 48, 49, and 50. It's supposed to be the end of the series. And it's a three-issue arc, and I I love the three-issue arc. It's just, it's so, it's like a trilogy. It's like a little mini-trilogy that you can read in comic form. And yeah, they should definitely try to mimic, you know, more like the BBC model, I think. Or or the Japanese uh, television model. Right. You know, which is funny because I guess the Japanese model is both things. It's either like really tight and small, like a couple of seasons and like 10 <laughs> episodes, or it's like it's been on Dora for 30 Amon. fucking yeah. years and there's 800 <laughs> episodes. Um, but yeah, it, I mean, bells, I guess. Can we throw some uh, bells for Cajun and Iron I and Danny? Go- I got a goddamn gong. The gong. Oh. You know what I mean. Throw the gong out there. There you go. Oh, wait, was that one for Luke Cage? Is that? I mean, I mean yeah, my homie shouts out. Because he's urban, right? He's going to come back. They're coming back. They are going to come back. If Disney's smart, they'll bring him back as Pyro Man and Iron Fist, Heroes for Hire, in a limited run show on their new streaming service. That's what you should do. Thanks, yep. we're here. Hire us. Terrible Season 3, did we see it? Still no. It's been six minutes since we still haven't seen it. <laughs> so when we see it, we'll let you guys know. Yes, we are aware that it's been out, and it's supposedly really great. I know that uh, Wilson Fisk is back. Um, 
actor's name is slipping my mind. Oh, Edgar that's, um, from yeah. Shit, what the fuck? Was oh, name? okay, cool. I thought you knew it, but uh, I do. I, I I do, but like, uh, it's not floating to the top is right it, now. Is it Patton Oswalt? No, it, I want to say Matthew Vaughn, but that's not it. That's <laughs> not it at all. Yeah. Uh, you get what you pay for. Hell. You get, but you get what you pay for, listeners. So, <laughs> but we'll uh, we will we will touch on Daredevil season three in a future episode. Ah, Maybe even God, the next I one. I typed Wilson Fish. <laughs> uh, God damn it! Now I just uh, want to keep saying Owen Wilson, and that's not it. <laughs> Vincent D'Onofrio. Vincent D'Onofrio. God damn it! What I do for this city? The mistake I made. Trying to let the city live through me. <laughs> that was that was actually a really strong Wilson Fisk, but then it like ventured into Voldemort. So I'm I'm terrified right now. <laughs> okay, that's good. That's what he's going for. He, uh, <laughs> I think that's what he's shooting for. That little cane that he has with the diamond on top. That's a Horcrux. Yeah, buddy. We will touch on Andrew Drill season three uh, when we see it, which uh, hopefully. We'll have some thoughts the next episode. I'll see you after Punisher. <laughs> I'm on episode three. Punisher. Oh wow! So, just oh, what, what, what episode are you on? Zero, right? You saw. Yeah, zero. I'm still. Oh yeah, Shane. I'm still there. Yeah, uh, we'll get to we'll get to Shane in a minute. <laughs> okay, real quick, real quick. So, Ghost Spider number one came out, and uh, it's selling pretty well, from what I understand. There are a million variant covers which pains me because i am a man of not unlimited money <laughs> so i gathered as many of them as i could there was however one issue and at some point we i want to do an episode on this as well talk about the kind of the economics of comics on the publishing side um mm. because they do these things that are called one 100 variants and what that means is for every hundred issues of a particular comic that are printed they make one issue with this one particular cover and usually it's a really dynamic cover no matter what the title is it's usually pretty awesome well the ghost spider one uh, mm -hmm. i had a chance at grabbing that particular issue along with seven of the other variants for 180 dollars Jesus. So that's eight comics for $180. That's a lot of money. Also, they're just comic books. Like, it's, you know, here's the thing. That issue sold recently on eBay, uh -huh. ungraded, so just a raw copy, for $1,400. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money. Here comes the money. Holy shit, man. That's... Uh, you could buy like a one VIP pass to Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> uh, yeah, and have some money left over to get something signed by the cast of the Sandlot. Um, <laughs> guys were great, by the way. They went to a Spurs game while they were in San Antonio. So really cool shots to those guys. Uh, yeah, yeah, fourteen hundred dollars. I. It's been a week. Yeah, like that's. Look, if you mean, if you tell me that Action Comics number one sold for a million dollars, I get it. I get it. Things right. from like 1938. Sure. This came out last week. What are you doing, people? <laughs> what are you doing? Stop it. Stop it. That's all I got to say. Uh, story's good, though. Art's good. 
because it has Spider-Gwen in it. I mean, I'm super biased, but you should all yeah. buy it. Wow. Hey, man, at least I'm not a fan of Darkhawk. <laughs> I mean, you say his name too fast, and you're saying something else. Yeah. No, I, I tell Ig this all the time. So, it's a big Dark uh, Darkhawk fan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Last, he's, been, last... he's, he's been a fan of Dark Hawk for a long time. Oh, long yeah. Long time. The darker, the better. Um, James Gunn. James Gunn is jumped. Speaking ship. of Dark Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> there was a rumor. James Gunn was teasing Dark Hawk in Guardians at one point, and Ig was losing his mind about it. Um, oh. James Gunn has jumped ship. He's jumped the gun. Ah. Uh, uh-huh. Boo. Uh, boo. Uh, Wait till I uh, my boo sign. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Boo, uh, not cool. Jumped on over to uh, DC. He's going to be writing Suicide Squad Dose. It's Su- not Yeah. Good move by Gun. Good move by DC. What do you think? Yeah, I think uh, there's a lot of potential because Suicide Squad, I know that I wasn't too fond of it uh, because it was kind of a mess. I think there's like, what, 17 writers at one point? Maybe. 37 writers um, credited, <laughs> but, uh, maybe seven. Um, but yeah, I think he has a real like Evil Dead 2 situation to, to get on with uh, Suicide Squad 2. Try to remake it, make it better than you did the first time. Uh, yeah, I'm interested by the idea of Suicide Squad. I just don't think the execution was there, movie side. Um, it was okay. And I think they can do better than okay with all those characters. Yeah. I, you've got somebody, you've got a director or a writer in James Gunn who is really great with misfit type characters. This should easily be in his wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, we're unsure at this point whether he's going to be a director or not on this project. He's definitely going to be writing it. I certainly wouldn't mind him being handed the director reins as well if that's something he wants to do the full joss treatment yeah i mean it's what he did with guardians you know yeah uh one thing we are going to be assured of it's going to have a killer soundtrack oh yeah and here's the great thing so 21 pilots uh, i'm a huge fan of 21 pilots i'm not ashamed say it with my chest they just came out with a new album they were featured, they had a feature song on the first Suicide Squad soundtrack. That soundtrack was not that great, but that song was pretty banger. Now, with James Gunn, maybe, maybe 21 Pilots gets gets another shot at it, too. <laughs> Definitely need to bring, is that Disturbed? That's Disturbed. Into the fold for the soundtrack, a thousand percent. Who else, like, um... Avenged Sevenfold? Sure, yeah. Avenged Sevenfold sounds good. Maybe a little... Stabbing uh, Westward? <laughs> sure, Stabbing Westward. A- <laughs> AFI would be fantastic. Uh, uh-huh. You know, maybe get like a... Uh, like a... Like something weird on there, too. Like, how about like a Billy Corgan, Marilyn Manson collab? Ah! Uh, 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 back in 97, I'd be for it. No, now. 20, 2019, 2020, whenever that's coming out. I was going to go Butthole Surfers. Oh. I think one of them's dead. 
Uh, replace the dead woman with Fred Durst. How, how about that? Oh, <laughs> oh man, you know, you spent so much time trying to figure out whether you could do something. You didn't ask yourself whether you should. We will cover James Gunn doing whatever he's going to do with Suicide Squad Part 2. Suicide Squatter. Um, what if it's like, what if what if they recall, what if they retitle the project? Yeah. Squ- like, squ- Harley squ- Quinn. Squadians of the, of the street. Wow. Squalaxy? The Squalaxy. Yeah. Squ- Squadians of the Squalaxy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. I mean, and he just kind of galaxy quests his own movie. Oh, that would be something. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. It'll be interesting. All right. Here's Chris's time to shine because Uh-oh. you, you. There wasn't a movie, was there? Have, no. <laughs> you have, if you really think about it, like think, uh-huh. think about, because every episode is like an hour. Oh, no. This shit. Yeah. All right. And where, what season are we in now? Nine? Uh, see, season nine or season eight? I forget now. It's up there. Okay, and not every season is twenty episodes, but yeah, but most of them are like what, like eighteen, sixteen? Uh, yeah, they've been getting up to about twenties. And but the first recently. some some of the some of them were not. They take 20. a break, right? Yeah. Okay, well, you know what? Let's just do let's just do nineteen as an average. Right. Let's say it's for nine seasons. seasons or eight. Okay, it's, nine. It's, yeah, it's nine now. So 171 hours. Uh, it's yeah. over, over seven days of your life. Yeah, nonstop. That's about right. Seven yep. full days. Uh-huh. Of the, do you think you could go? You think you'd go to the good place or the bad place on this one? I definitely. I, I mean, where Blake Bortles is going. Uh, so definitely the bad place. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Last episode featuring Andrew Lincoln, a.k.a. Rick Grimes. Coral. Coral. Coral's in that. Get Coral in my house. Where's Coral? Lori, stop fucking Shane. Please stop. I I mean, I understand. I asked it twice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's been a a long time that I've been with the show. Uh, Probably should have jumped ship. Uh, James Gunn style about season six or five or three probably. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> should have stopped after the pilot. Uh, I should have stopped. Uh, it, the writing has kind of meandered. It, it got stuck in like um, the second act of life, I guess. Uh, it, it, it's just been doing the same thing over and over again. We, you know, it, the governor even came back twice. Um <coughs> It, right. It's been retreading itself. It, it's just been misery after misery after misery, and we get it. You, you can push these characters really far. I guess it's a metaphor for modern day life. But um, come on, there has to be something better going on. And that's kind of like uh, well, the the whole Sunday kind of vibe at my my parents' house is like you know show up for Sunday dinner, watch The Walking Dead, and kind of talk shit about it. Um, <laughs> it used to be we were all into it, but we, you know kind of went down after a while. Right. Um, the writing has gotten a little bit better. I think they changed showrunners uh, for this ninth season, and it's That's actually I hear. I hear that this season's up. one of the better seasons in a while in several years. I hate to admit it because I was ready to stop watching. I really was, but uh, it, it's been really getting kind of like, oh, all right, 
they, they've got some new blood or somebody, something going on. So I'm going to leave this up to you. Yeah. You, if you want, you can spoil what they do with Rick's character. This was in uh-huh. his last episode. Or you can play it vague. Yeah. But that being said, it sounds like you're advocating for people that may have, who may have jumped off before or thinking about jumping now to, uh-huh. to stick with the show. That right. Yeah, uh, I think it's actually a pretty good jumping on point right now. Um, at least the past two episodes have been, you know, you can watch them as kind of like a little arc. Uh, yeah, it, it's a really good, really good thing they have going right now because they're introducing. Um, yeah, I, I guess I can go ahead and spoil a little just because. I mean, just, just, uh, just let people know that that's what you're going to do. And sure. Yeah, I'm, spoilers. I guess West Coast just stopped airing. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and they kind of not talking dead. They already spoiled like what they're doing with uh, Andy Lincoln afterwards. But yeah, so um, Rick Grime was kind of like really, really injured. His horse bucked him off, and he got impaled through some rebarb. Um, while a horde of walkers is kind of descending on him, uh, he stumbles around. It's really cool. They kind of do flashbacks through all the different seasons, and there's Shane talking to him and uh, telling him he's an asshole, and and but you're an asshole too. So it kind of evens out, something like that. Um, Herschel's there. Um, and it must have been one of the last things he filmed because oh. he passed like about RIP. two months ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's kind of like um, Jacob's Ladder-ish. He's having these like death visions almost. And um, then it ends like uh, with this like he's he has to like kind of destroy the bridge that they were working on to, you know, reunite two kind of settlements. Um because all the walkers are across it now, and that's the only way he's going to get rid of them all. And uh, he does. He, he, he explodes, and you don't really know what happens to him. Like, all the characters see just an explosion. They assume he's dead. Um, he actually is picked up by a helicopter. Uh, <laughs> Who the fuck has a helicopter in this <laughs> exactly. scenario? Exactly. They haven't given us too many details, but they have introduced some new plot threads. And um, it's one of, like, uh, I think her name's Jadis. So, like, the trash people... I don't know if that's like a comic thing or not that carried over to the show. But, um, yeah, she had a way out, and she's taking him with. And good thing, because it looks like they saved him. So everybody thought that his last episode meant that this character is dead. Apparently not. Um, Because they kind of whisk him away, and they show where he was taken from, and they did a time skip. So you see Judith, kind of she was little. Now she's a little bit more grown up. Um, Everybody's changed a little bit. So it's a really good jumping on point now. They do that in the comic. They do do that in the comic, and it's funny because in the comic, uh, Coral is 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 sort of the focal point there with right. the time jump, and uh, so obviously they can't do that yeah. here. It's it's that's interesting. Um, it's a lot going on. It's worth a look, uh, passing look at best because yeah. it is a lot of time and investment. Right. Well, that's cool. I mean, that's cool that they leave it open. I I believe sort of like Kefe, like real life. He, Andrew Lincoln was just like, look, all my family's in the UK, and yeah. I'm always in Atlanta, like yeah, all yeah. the time. And this is just. Oh yeah, let me hit you with the download. Um, yeah. so I think uh Scott Gimble was on the walk, the Talking Dead right after because if your show's good, why not have a talk show about it? Um, that's a that's a flex. <laughs> Uh, but I mean, I guess it works. <laughs> and he said, "Like, um, wait." By uh, the and, way, just yeah. after this episode, all listeners out there, we're gonna have our new podcast show where we just <laughs> talk about this show. That's it's called, gonna be called uh, the CBC Pod Show. Yeah, 
the CBC Pod Show. <laughs> we should totally do that. Like, on the, okay, then we're gonna take uh, a but, commentary track on ourselves. Yeah, the horror. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, uh, he he said that what they're planning to do is do a bunch of um, Rick Grimes features. Uh, they're actually going to do like direct to AMC, like made for AMC features. He said it, he he said it like that. He said made for AMC. So I don't know if it's going to be like movie length, I guess TV shows, or it's going to be feature length projects. He said. Okay. So, but where they can film it all at once, and yeah. then he's can go wherever he needs to go. Like he doesn't have right. to keep the TV schedule because TV schedules are way more rigorous and and, and time consuming than for than sure movie shoots for sure. So okay, that's actually really cool, and um, you know, props to them for working with Lincoln uh, on this. I know it does seem weird narratively, but a lot of people sort of lambasted the uh, AMC and the showrunners for how they handled uh, Carl and, mm-hmm. and, you know, him wanting to go to, I think to university and whatever. And, you know, they were trying to get him to sign that contract or whatever that deal was. So maybe they learned from that. Yeah. And cool. Well, you know, that does sound pretty neat. I'm really curious. I haven't seen yet. Cause obviously recording this now. So I haven't really seen the, the, the feedback yet from the internet as to how people are reacting um, you know, based on this episode, but we'll we'll keep tabs on it. Maybe yep. Maybe bring uh another Walking Dead fan on the show at some point to <laughs> to see what they think. Maybe they have they're still out there contrasting opinions. I know lots yeah. of people that still watch the show. I mean, I see them posting every Sunday like, oh this, oh oh my god, you know, at least one like whatever, and I'm like, right, cool. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Well, I think. Oh wait, wait. I didn't put it on the on the slide there, but I didn't Surprise forget slide. either. Big Wheel Award. Chris, I gave oh. it last time, I believe. Uh-huh. Do you have a Big Wheel winner for the week? Hells yeah, homie. Okay. Uh, today's Big Wheel winner, and let's get a good old Spidey scream going. <laughs> oh, man. Jesus, out of nowhere. Uh, is going to be the... Alamo City Comic Con at the Alamo Dome. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the escalators especially. Just a situation with like uh it's a nickel and diamond yet to death kind of thing. Like VIP only access for the escalators is weird, but then like line up for Rick Moranis, but then oh sorry, go somewhere else. Yeah. If you're not VIP. Um I think we were talking off air a little bit. You said that like the Prices for concessions were egregious. Oh yeah, uh, nine dollar hot dogs. Yeah. Uh, oh. Twelve ounce soda was eight bucks. Oh my goodness. So yeah, just and not like the best food options either. Uh, that's <laughs> another cool thing about the convention center is that it's right there by the river walk. So there's literally just food everywhere that you look. Yeah. And there's the the River Center Mall that has a lot of stuff. Sounds like they're looking at some kinks if they want to relocate to the Alamo Dome. There's always room to improve, no matter what. Like even if your your packs, which is like the the king standard of these events, sweet sweet packs, sweet sweet delicious packs. Uh, our good friend packs. <laughs> even they make improvements year to year so yeah. so there's always room for improvement 
that's what I'm hoping to see next year. We shall see if that happens. I sincerely hope it does because, you know, Alan City Comic Con is becoming one of the larger uh, comic cons in in the in the in the uh, country. Draws big names. So yeah, like just keep it, keep it going. You know, let's just keep making improvements. If we're gonna do Alamodome, let's figure some more stuff out. Definitely need to figure more stuff. Or let's go back to the convention center where most of the stuff was already figured out. <laughs> All right. So that's that's our uh, episode for this week, guys and gals. Thank you so much for listening. We do appreciate you greatly. Please, again, feel free to like and subscribe either on iTunes or SoundCloud or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, leave us that five-star review. We do greatly appreciate it. Remember, four stars is utter garbage. It's you might as well be <laughs> spitting in our face. What a story, Mark. <laughs> do what Tommy would do. Leave us five stars. And until next time, the Fortress of Potitude is closed. Stay super, everyone. Stay long strong. 